You're listening to the John Stapleton Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about meditation. Yesterday, I talked about journaling, and journaling certainly can be a part of meditation. Uh, but I want to talk to you about uh, just, you know, meditation, mindfulness, kind of rehit those topics again and build on it. And I want to focus today on what I'll just call funnel thinking versus linear thinking. Uh, it's really interesting how we go about thinking things and processing things and, and, and how our logic falls into a certain pattern uh, depending on, you know, where we live in the world and what culture we're from and and therefore what plausibility structures we have. By the way, plausibility structure, in case you haven't heard of that, is a way of life that we just assume works. It's just, we assume it's true. It's a it's a cultural moray. When it's something that just goes without being questioned. And so for us, that is linear thinking. That is outlines. That is standardized testing. That is, if you, um, if you give me a recipe, if you give me a pattern, if you give me a formula, and, and, and you give everybody the same tools, they will come out with the same results and they'll know the same things. However, not everybody learns the same way. Not everybody learns the same way. Some of you are kinesthetic learners. You, you learn by doing. Some of you are auditory learners. You learn by putting on a podcast and listening. Some of you learn by seeing. And so you need a video. Uh, and and some, some of you are like, yes, to all of that. I need to engage as many senses as possible to grasp the different angles of the information. And I, I think for those of you, and I'm not saying one is right and one's wrong or you know one's better than the other, but there is something to someone that uses more than one sense. You know, I'm, I'm at the place now in my life where I'm having a little bit of trouble focusing. I always, I'm always finding myself going to the next thing. And so as I'm reading my Bible, what I often do, like but what I did before was I would, I would just be able to you know open the book and read it. And I can still do that. But more often than not, what I find myself doing is turning, you know, opening the Bible and turning on my audio Bible. And so I'm listening. I'm looking at it with my eyes. I'm listening to it with my ears. And, and if I engage two of my senses then that helps me focus because oftentimes, and this is, I, I admit, this is probably not the most healthy thing that I do, but I totally watch TV and I have my phone or another device. I'm always multitasking. I'm always doing two things at once. And when it comes to devotion, when it comes to undivided attention, when it comes to your time with God, you shouldn't multitask. God should get everything. And so it's it's a lot harder to do that when we multitask with everything else, but then God should have our undivided attention. And now we enter this process of shame because, you know, you know, if we if we try, again, we're gonna be distracted. Many of you read the Bible on your phone. You'll probably get a notification and go into another app. Um, and then some of you will be just like, I'm not gonna even try. I'm not even gonna try. Because I'm gonna fail, and uh, and that's not good either. Because you'll never commune with the Lord if you do that. Um, and and so I want to just encourage you that um, that might be because of information overload. Uh, again, like I, we tend to approach all of life like school. 
Like you either fail or you pass, right? What grade did you get on it? How much of the material did you master? How much of the outline have you uh, worked through yet and understood? But really, meditation is like a funnel. It's like a funnel. So uh, the the uh, example that I've heard before is like a cow. So I'll give you two examples. Um, one is like a cow. When a cow eats, they you know they eat grass, they chew it, they digest it, they swallow, they digest it, and then they yak it. You know they, they cough it up, and then they eat it again, and they repeat the process. And this is very disgusting, but follow the logic here. The more they eat it, the more they process it, the more they break it down. The more they break it down, and the Bible is often elusive on its first read. The Bible is often not understood the first time you read through it, you pick it up. And so you're going to need to meditate on it. You know, the, the Bible says, God says, I want you to love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well, this is the mind part of it. Love me with all your mind. And... So he's going to introduce himself. He's very dense. Uh, it's it's uh, not very dense. Um, he's very, very uh, complicated yet simple at the same time. And his words are very compact and it needs to be unpacked. unpacked. And so we need to meditate. We need to uh, take his word, which is, you know, complex, you know, complex and and it needs to be broke down, and, and we need to be thinking about it. We need to be thinking about these words and these phrases throughout the day. We need to. This is how we learn God's word better. It's really really interesting. I've been um, one of the, one of the things that I find interesting is public speaking, and I've been finding ways, researching ways on how to do it better. And and um, I'd like to get to the point where I can preach without notes or, or preach with very few notes. And uh, one of the pieces of advice that the preaching donkey gave was, that's a podcast, he said, don't memorize your message, internalize your message. And what he meant by that is, don't memorize every single word of your message, but know the main points, know the, 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 the transitions, and, and have a basic understanding of the, you know, the, the beginning and the conclusion. And, um, and, and so this is what we're getting into. So... I like to use the um, I I like to use the example of a of, of a tornado of a thunderstorm of a of of a funnel. Um, so think about this: there are four directions: north, east, west, and south. And in a funnel, you'll be revisiting. Like if you're caught up in a funnel, or if something is caught up in a funnel, uh, there you know that per that that person or thing is going to be north, south, east, west, nineteen, twenty different times but from a different angle. You may think you know something, but do you know something as well as you could know it? This is why we read the Bible over and over and over and over and over again, because you know it, but you can know it better. God could reveal more things to you as you commune with him. This is funnel thinking. And the danger with linear thinking is, Cool, we've got from point A to point B, and everything in between has been mastered. Really? Well, this is why we, um, you know, we, you know, we tend to pick sides, and we tend not to be deep thinkers, and we tend to form our conclusions on very little information, and we, we treat ourselves as experts, though, relatively speaking, we know very little of anything. And so this is why meditation is important. 
um, it's humble, right? It's 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 you being willing to admit, well, maybe I didn't grasp everything the first time. So let me rethink this. Let me think this over. And and this is a good thing to do. Um, I know often we tend to think things over after people correct us, after people you know share us uh, share with us their opinion. But this is good to do even before that happens even before that happens so let me ask you where do where where does your mind naturally wander off to where does your mind naturally meditate on um god says in isaiah 26 verse 3 um that the one who meditates on the lord god will keep in perfect peace you know the reason why we meditate is to achieve peace and I'm not, I'm not just talking about Christian meditation where you're reading your Bible, you're praying, um, but just meditation in general. You do that. You, you, you try to center yourself, focus on your breathing, focus on an object, focus on the meaning of a phrase. Um, you, you have these tactics that you do so that you can slow down breathing, slow down heart rate, slow down anxiety, slow down, slow it down and, and focus and find peace. By situal, you know, situational awareness, or or anything like that. Christian meditation is different because instead of focusing on something within ourselves, we are communing with God. We are focusing on God, His attributes, what God said, what God has to say to us. That's the difference. We do this because we really believe that the the. Um, the conclusion, the, the, the remedy, the situation, or not the same, the, the remedy is not from us. It's not from us. It's from outside of us. And so we're going to need help. And, and God helps us by instructing us to worship him. Because in the end, worship, uh, attention is an act of worship. And what you focus on is what you become. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 3.18 that, you know, we are beholding the glory of Christ. And as we're beholding the glory of Christ, we're being transformed from one degree of glory to the next. It's a very slow process, just one degree. Uh, but we're being transformed from one degree of glory to the next simply by beholding Christ. This is a little weird for us. Some of us are like, just give me the list of things to do. I need to do something. And God's like, oh, I need you to behold who I am, and then you'll emulate that. And so those are my general thoughts on meditation. There are some things that we know, but we could know them better. There's a God that we can know better. His name is Jesus, and he longs for us to commune with him. And so just some things that were on my mind this morning. I'll see you, I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.